You're listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project. The Hero of the Story helps you study and teach the story of redemption from all Scripture. Now join your hosts, Aaron Armstrong and Brian Dembozik. Hey everybody, welcome to today's episode of The Hero of the Story. I'm Aaron and with me, as always, is Brian. What's going on, man? Not much, just celebrating the day after my bride's birthday. Oh, well, happy birthday to Tara. Um, yesterday was her 41st birthday. You're not supposed to say oh, she her doesn't age. Care. She, knows. she knows how old she is and she doesn't care. And, I, and I'm older. <laughs> That's true, you are older. So I almost, I pulled it out of, of, of the hat. I, I, I was a very bad husband this birthday year because... Just, just this year? Well, no, especially this one. <laughs> okay. So I just, I've been really busy for some different reasons and, and distracted, and, and this one snuck up on me. Mm. And, uh, and I was like, man, yesterday I, I stopped, I left work a little bit early, stopped at the grocery store, bought things to make her a special dinner and bought things to make her a carrot cake and uh, some roses. Uh-huh. And uh, and so I pulled it out. I, I yeah. You pulled you you pulled the the fat out of the fire? I I did. I okay, did. good for you. Good for you. I'm proud of you for that. Well, but done. to to my credit, <laughs> to my credit, I felt really really bad that, yeah. that I've not focused on on this one as much as I should have. <sighs> so I'm learning, I'm growing. Well, you know, slowly. That. I mean, there's always 42. Exactly. 42, but like last year, maybe it's because last year I did a big old thing for her for her 40th birthday. Oh. Had a big disco party for her. <laughs> well, because <laughs> she was born in 78, so we went back to and had disco. Yeah, that's, but she's too she's too young for disco. Yeah, but she was born during disco. That was the so and it was fun. But, well, good. I'm glad. And how like how glittery were the, was your how shiny was your shirt? Oh my goodness, it was beautiful. Yeah, could you see your reflection off of it? You can see my reflection off my forehead. <laughs> well, that's every your day. Refle- I know, that's, that's every, every day. day. That's every day. But that's not what we're talking about today. No. Um, you gonna- know, instead, um, you know, in just a couple of days, there is a uh, there is an event that is beginning um, called Lent. Yes. Now Lent is um, when you when somebody borrows something from you. No, you lent it. No, no, that is Ooh. not what it is. What you dig out of a belly button? That's lint. Oh, that's lint, not lint, not lend, uh, not not. I lent something past tense, um, but lent with l with <laughs> eh, spelled l e n t, Brian. Thank you. Um, you get you get up all in my business about words mattering all the time. <laughs> um, you know we're gonna fix that today. So are you gonna tell so. us what Lent is or not? Yeah. Well, um, Lent is a historic practice of the broader church mm-hmm. um, that um, has been has been in practice for se- for several centuries. Now um, it is a it is a forty day fast um, leading up to Easter. Um, and so what typically in, um, in our day, people will, will use that as an opportunity to uh, give up something that they enjoy, that they care about, um, you know, in honor of uh, preparing themselves um, to remember the, yep. the ultimate sacrifice of Christ um, at Easter. <laughs> so, um, so that is what Lent is in, in a nutshell. Um, but here's a question. Should Christians practice this today? 
That's a good question. It's a historic practice. Mm-hmm. It's also a practice tied very closely with the Roman Catholic Church. Yes, which is why I think a lot of people would shy away from it. Right. And so really, maybe the question is, should evangelical Protestant Christians practice Lent? I would answer that question quickly and then change, offer a different question. Okay, do it. Should we? No. May we? Ooh, okay. Okay, unpack that. Well, it should, again, depending on how you interpret that, it it could mean must we. Right. Must we practice Lent? And I think clearly the answer is no. Right. There's there's no obligation for us to practice Lent. It's not a scriptural mandate. Right. And Paul actually, if anything, would speak exactly. to the contrary. That it's like the what one what one day one day some one person views as important, another views as nothing. Exactly. So so I think should we or must we if you if you unpack should in that sense, then clearly the answer is no. But may we or might we? Can we? Can we? Can we? That, I think, then becomes a relevant question. And for that, I would say yes. Okay. Tell me why. Well, because, and again, really, the, the, the issue here is, is what your motivation is behind it. So let's just assume the right motivation, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, is there anything wrong with foregoing something to focus more deeply on God? Not, not at all. It's, no, of course It's not. something biblical. It's called fasting. Yeah. Uh, this is just another form of fasting, if you will. If it's done on, under that lens that, that I'm going to go without, I'm going to suffer, I'm going to sacrifice my desires so that I can focus more on God and what he has done, who he is, what he's done, that's right and fitting. So I, I don't think there's any reason why we would say an evangelical cannot participate in, in Lent. Again, it goes back to motivation. Right. So what is a... What is a uh, right motivation and what is a wrong motivation to practice Lent or to fast in general. Exactly. And this this is where we can broaden this and, and this the same principles carry over to many different areas. But the wrong motivation is to achieve extra credit with God. It's it's to do this thinking that God is going to be more pleased with me or I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to get more notches on my spiritual belt or whatever the case may be that that by sacrificing that, you know, I'm going to show God my love for him, therefore he will be better to me down the road. That is the absolute wrong reason or obligation. Right. right. Or no, I, I have to. I have to because I'm being commanded to by someone else. Exactly. Right. Those are the wrong motivations. Right. There's another wrong reason though in there too. Do tell. Um, one is to be seen as uh, being more, as being holy by yes. other people. Um, and Which that's, Jesus addressed in the Sermon on the Mount. He did not with Lent itself, but no. In but general, he yeah. he was like he spoke very particularly about fasting, and he said that when you fast, um, basically don't let it, other people know it. Like yeah. so, don't be don't be like these hypocrites who um, who are moaning and groaning and and talking about how you know how much they're sacrificing for exactly. the Lord, um, because y- there's no reward in that. Well, he said there is a reward. Yeah. It's, it's, it's everyone seeing how good It's good the reward you you're after. You yeah, want yeah, people yeah, to yeah. see how good you are. You're going to get that reward. Sure. You're just, there's a, no reward from God. But that's a pretty crummy reward. It is. Yeah, it's fleeting. It is. Um, instead, do like fast in secret in the mm-hmm. same way that he says, um, says not to go on at length um, you know, your prayers. With, with your prayers and flower, lots of flowery language. Instead, go pray in secret. 
that you're giving. And that day, of course, that you yeah. would give at the temple and drop change currency into these these containers that made a lot of noise. The same right. thing. Don't go dropping all these little coins to make a racket so people say, oh, look how much he gave. You mean I shouldn't have used a sock at church last week <laughs> full of pennies? <laughs> that probably was not the best move. But, oh. I, you know, I'm glad okay. that you're finally giving something, though. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thank you very much for that, Brian. <laughs> Were they Canadian pennies or U.S. pennies? <laughs> Why are we friends? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's keep going. Let's keep going. So we've talked about some some bad motivations or some incorrect motivations. Let's consider a yeah. correct one. What would you think is a right. correct motivation? Well, I mean, ultimately, a, a cor- there's really only one correct motivation okay. for, for doing anything, which is a desire to a desire to please God and a desire to um, show greater affection, to know him better. Yeah. Um, and so if your time in is, so if you're choosing to practice Lent, you know, a fast during Lent, for example, um, what you're going to like, if you're using that time and saying, no, I'm intentionally, um, even if it's the time that you spent preparing and eating a meal, which could be anywhere between five minutes, um, if it's a peanut butter and jam sandwich, um, to, you know, 30, 30 to 40 minutes um, or more. It's like if Hey, the dinner I made for Tara last night was was over an hour long, so oh, there you go. Good for you. Good for you. That's, that's great. It must have been very intricate. So, um, but if you are... Uh, if you're doing if you're doing that, then um, and you're you're taking that time and you're saying no, I'm going to use this time yeah. to um, for prayer and being in the Word and um, you know and and things like that. Then I think that's a good I think that's a yeah. good use of that time because you're desiring to know Him better. You're desiring to have deeper intimacy with Him. Yeah, or or even if it's not, because a lot of people will. Um, they'll give up something smaller for Lent, more precise. For example, they may give up chocolate Sure, as an example. And so there's no real meal preparation time or anything. But I think the same, what you're saying still applies, that when you do have that urge to have a chocolate or whatever, if that's what you're giving up, and you recognize your sacrifice in that moment, recognize, no, I'm going to forego this, and and you recognize what Christ has sacrificed for you, Um, you know, I'm gladly giving this up, because of Christ, what he's done. So I think when you're connecting those dots mm-hmm. as well, that that's that's the good part. And I need to go back to something you said, just to, to be clear. We've we've hit on this before, but in case somebody's a newer listener, when when you said that the right motivation is to please God, yeah. that again is from our identity. It's from Correct. what he's done, not for his acceptance. It's from his acceptance. Exactly. When, when we speak of gospel-centeredness when it comes to pleasing God, there's nothing we can do to earn his pleasure apart from being in Christ, that in Christ we're fully righteous, and it's from that truth that we seek to please God. So I just wanted to, to clarify that for a Yeah, second. no, that's good clarification and, and very helpful and necessary. So, Brian, real practically, do you do you practice Lent? I do not. Okay. You do no. not fast no. during Lent? No. Do okay, you? Okay, cool. Uh, I actually don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't have a problem if, no. if people do. Um I know I know folks who do, and they you know, and it's very helpful for them. Um, you know, I know I know some who, you know, do it for questionable motives as well. Yeah, well, to um, me, but it, it goes back to what Jesus is teaching 
would was on this, and I think a lot of times we shouldn't know who's doing something for Lent. Correct. And so, I mean, that that would be one practical thing that I think is is a valuable point to bring up. That it's like if you are going to if you're going to fast during Lent, um, I don't know. I don't think you should be mentioning it on yeah on the social media social media. So there's no need to talk about it on so Twitter. So no, no need for a picture of you with all the chocolates you're not going to eat, putting them in a drawer and say, I'll see you in 40 days. Yeah, uh, Probably not. Okay. I mean, you know, I know that's usually what you do when you go on a trip, but. Uh... <laughs> so that's one tip. One tip is is yeah. to uh, to consider carefully who you, and I don't think it's wrong if you do share, if you have somebody who's an accountability sure. partner of yours or, well, or your spouse, but that's, of course. But that's different. Yeah, it's that's... not like it should be completely in secret. But if you're if you're if you're promoting this, then then I would wonder about what, what yeah, the public is. broadcasting yeah. is is a different kind of kind of category altogether. Yeah. So. To to seek, and I think the second tip that we've hit on would be to seek Christ during this time for whatever you're you're sacrificing right. in whatever you're sacrificing. Right. Um, and and. Ultimately, the third the th- and the third piece would be as you're as you're seeking seeking Christ in it, um, it's it's f- figure out a way like develop practices within that time to help you do that. Mm, and good. so whether that's saying um, so that it's not just um, you're not getting to the point where it's like oh I you know. I've been fasting for so long. I, you know, the, you know, it would grow great with this cup of coffee, a sandwich in it. Um, <laughs> so it's not something like that, um, where you're thinking about the thing that you are not having instead of the instead of the one that you are striving to be closer yeah. to. So, um, Brian, I think that uh, pretty much wraps up. I um, yeah this discussion hopefully um, it has been helpful yeah hopefully so i mean if uh if you are fasting during lent uh you know i hope it is a uh, a positive experience for you and that um that you grow uh more you know more intimate with christ um because of it um if you're not um we would encourage you to f- figure out a you know find some different rhythms for how you for yeah. how you engage and regardless whether you are fasting during this time or you know or not we would definitely encourage you to fast yes because it's it's a biblical practice it's a beneficial practice um and it's a god glorifying practice so um so that's it for this uh brian thanks for chatting on uh on this issue um, we will talk to you all next time on the next episode. And if you've got a question that you would like us to, a uh, question or topic that you'd like us to address on a future episode of the show, uh, please email us at thegospelproject at lifeway.com. Um, you can also message us on um, all the social medias. Um, just do a search for The Gospel Project. You'll find us pretty quick. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Hero of the Story, presented by The Gospel Project, a family of resources revealing how all Scripture gives testimony to Jesus. Learn more at gospelproject.com.